new construction. They're definitely some of the prettier photos out there as we're looking for new homes. But is all the staging, the shiny, the clean, the brand new really worth it? Are builders actually putting together houses of integrity and quality? Why the heck do they want us to use their financing and their lenders? Today we've got Casey Carpenter from the MLO team representing. Casey brings a unique perspective being a former new construction lender and a family that actually has decades of experience building and selling quality new homes within the Portland area. My name is Addie Nutt. This is MLO. Enjoy the show. Uh, we are going to be up and going here. And Casey, thanks for taking the time today, man. We're coming up on another month's end, aren't we? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. And as you know, months end, busy times probably for everybody involved. Uh, months end, no matter kind of how we usually try to work out our transactions, usually they kind of fall majority or majority of them fall towards the end of the month. So, yeah, uh, yep. And, you know, I really just wanted to take some time today, Casey, really to talk about what's different these days with you know, COVID-19 and the pandemic and how that is affecting closing. Um, We've got quite a few different, actually not quite a few, but there's really split into two different deals here. So you've got your refinances and then you also have your purchases, right? Those are the, 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 the two buckets essentially. Um, And I really want to dig into the purchase side and what is going on regarding struggles to close. So we've got a lot of different things to cover, and I really want to de- uh, kind of distill it down to some digestible uh, buckets within closing and who all the players in the game are. So maybe you could kick off um, the different agents, the buyers, the sellers, and get us rolling on the convo. Right, right, right. So we're at closing, right? And I mean, here's here's your parties involved. We have your buyer's agent. Um, who's working with with the buyers of the transaction? You have the seller's agent. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have your title agent involved, your escrow agent, um, and you have your self, your Addy, your lenders in the transaction, yeah, and you have the buyers. And that's going to be, I mean, kind of all your parties sitting there involved at the end. Um, so for Addy, I got a, I got a question right out of the gate. This is mm-hmm. COVID, and I'm sure you might be seeing this. Um, are you seeing any lenders? and titles move to electronic signings now. And I know we're kind of jumping ahead uh, on it, um, but we'll assume most people kind of know what the signing is. Signings where uh, buyers are um, meeting at the end at normally your title office to sit down face to face with your title Mm -hmm. uh, escrow agent and sign all your paperwork. So now we have COVID uh, 19 people are stuck at home. some people obviously afraid to go out, being told they can't go out. We have a lot of stuff in place. People are trying to stay safe. We're all trying to respect those rules. Right. That bringing you forward happen to mm-hmm. usually be there sitting at a table with clients and, and everybody's smiling, taking pictures for signings. Now we have a completely different scenario. So tell me, yes. Yeah. What are you, what are you, what are you seeing, Addy? Uh, and we'll start with, just with that question. We can kind of start diving deep. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a couple different things. Yeah, a couple different things to note there, Casey. Like, yes, you're seeing electronic closings, and it's different per lender. So, 
you're going to have a full electronic closing in some states. You're going to have a hybrid closing in other states. We're on a hybrid closing. Um, now, people that are closing this month likely won't be on electronic closings because from everything I've been trained up on, you have to consent to doing the hybrid or full electronic closing at the start of your process. So that's something that's essentially been created um, within the last few weeks and lenders are working to adapt and develop the system. So if you got into contract, say 30, 45 days ago, you're not going to have, you know, an e-closing right now. But that being said, what the process is supposed to be is essentially they're going to take when you do a traditional ink closing signing face to face you're going to have like 60 to 120 pages depending on the lender and where you're doing your loan and they're trying to bring that down to like four or five pages so they want to bring an hour or 45 minute close down to like five or ten minutes just in and out but i have seen a lot of uh I have seen a ton of escrow officers taking a ton of safety precautions um, like the plexiglass and whatnot. So when you're standing there and signing, there's not any germs and all that good jazz. So I think, you know, in the next month or two, you're probably going to see a lot more um, e-closings, hybrids and full it's going to take a couple months to iron out all the problems though with any new system like the SBA loans. Uh, I was just talking to one of my friends who is an SBA loan officer at a bank and they're just having to develop a whole new system that they're not accustomed to. And it's the same with, with a lot of the title companies. One of the biggest differences though, I really, really want everybody to hear and know about is like, what can we do to prevent <clears throat> some delayed closings because people who have maybe bought a home before have experienced, you know, either easy closings or maybe late or maybe early. We've all been amazing or better or worse um, professionally. But now there are so many moving variables with the closing date because we're all working remote. And I think something that maybe not so much the agents, but at least the clients don't understand is, like on the loan side, we all have like high, high, high security parameters on our, our devices, like VPN networks, 40 client, all these things. Like I like to use the term Pentagon security on all of our devices. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, all this stuff. Sign-ins it, on sign-ins on sign-ins. Yeah. It's like, you know, Casey, when you try to like freshly reboot your laptop, it it's like a three or four step, um, process to get through it's like text me this code put this in here your mother's maiden name and then also like you know when was your birthday and your favorite cat and this in person now check this device so i think one thing that really needs to be communicated and i've been starting to do this more is like hey there's a lot of moving variables within the closing side so not only the agents on not only the buyers but casey who else like you've got the sellers you've got insurance you've got title there's a lot of different roles in the closing correct correct a lot of hands involved there's there's a ton of hands involved and i think what what needs to be noted is like if you by any chance can at least give yourself a little bit of wiggle room when it comes to the closing um it used to just be easy breezy, like same day sell, close, move in. I'm like, that was the win-win miracle. And now those are still happening, but 
it's not a guarantee because there's so many loans going through and then everybody's working on a slower efficiency rate being remote that it's not making all the players, not just the lending side, but the agent side, the title, the insurance, um, less effective. Yeah, and I, and I think it's a good uh, point to touch there because I was actually explaining it kind of to someone earlier. Um, yeah, I mean, there's been a little bit of a slowdown, but honestly, I mean, right now, I mean, the mar- as far as for us, like purchase business, especially refinance business, um, a lot of stuff's still strong. Mm-hmm. You have really good interest rates right now. So you still have transactions, a number, a handful, a lot of transactions still going on, but now we don't have people sitting in the office. You have people working remotely. You mm-hmm. have, so it's a whole different variety of a setup to try to still essentially do the same amount of volume you were doing before this crisis. And so I would hope that customers are having, um, you know, a bit of an understanding to, for that close date and everything that's going on to have some type of, you know, some leniencies. Cause I am hearing that and seeing that, um, you know, in the market on stuff. Yeah, for sure. And I think I can't stress enough, like, and it's maybe an, it's maybe an overused word, um, in this day and age, but communication is key. Like the, and I've adapted to this as well. It's like, you know, man, three, four months ago, I literally like, Oh, final week of closing. We got our appraisal back, submit for final approval. No problem. You didn't even think about it. Like you literally did not think about the close. It wasn't that big of a deal. It was essentially like, Oh, closer out of the washer, putting clothes in the dryer. And then now you're like hand scrubbing everything, (laughs) you know, you're, you're pinning it up to try to dry it on the clothesline and it's, it's sprinkling outside and you're like, clothes aren't dry yet. And you're like, yeah, because it's raining outside Casey. (laughs) Um, so I'm being dramatic there, but communication is the key to just like planning because I think for the consumer Casey, what's on their line is like, Hey, I've got work. I've got kids. I've got daycare. I've got movers that I paid for. I've got, um, furniture coming in. I'm going to build a, yeah, noticing on my rent. Yeah. Rent. I'm going to, I'm going to maybe put a fence around my entire property. And those guys are actually showing up 30 minutes before I record. And it's like, man, I just can't stress enough, like having a little bit of flexibility if you can on the closing day. And, you know, you'll probably hear other loan officers out there who are going to say, well, we're having no problems at all closing. Everything is going, I'm going to tell you straight up. Those people are just trying to get business. Yeah, they're just going to try to get your business. Everyone, it's like a that, full restaurant's a full restaurant. They're doing no business, and yeah, I mean, and they're not in touch. That? How is it? How hard is it to close a couple loans? Should right. Be. Yeah, and they're just uh, yeah, maybe just focusing on their their one deal. No, that's a good point. Um, but yeah, it's busy. Like to use the analogy of the restaurant, the restaurant's full, and everyone's trying to crank out entrees as quick as possible. But if you're going to call another restaurant and be like, "Hey, can you are you guys serving fast?" Yeah, they're going to say that they're going they're having no problem, even though that they're struggling. So I guess for the consumers out there, I wouldn't fall for. Um, yeah, oh, we're having no problem. We're doing a, a two two week close and this and that. It's like maybe on cash buys, but like. I think compliantly, you can't close a purchase deal in less than 10 business days. Is it? I can't remember off the top of my head, but maybe it's nine, seven. It's it's something like that. Yeah, but yeah, if you're going to put up, yeah. yeah. 
So, yeah. And another thing to consumers, too, it's the same with the rate. I mean, shifting over to the rate environment, um, you're seeing a lot of mixed feedback when it comes to where interest rates are at. Like I had one of my clients call and it's like, Oh, I'm seeing that interest rates are, you know, a full point higher than what we locked them in at. And it's like, Oh, where you like, I don't know where you're pulling that grid off. And I think something to note is you're going to see lenders price very differently according to how they handled the huge dip in rates because the consumer doesn't know on the back end when a lender commits to that rate, they're committing to a margin, whether it's a profit or a loss on that particular term lo- uh, term locked in by the consumers. So when everyone was scrambling around, it was moving really quick, COVID-19, this, that, that, you're seeing um, people probably, you know, companies locking in a, a loss on the loan. So they're trying to make it up by raising their rates. So you're seeing it all over the place, like mixed reviews. Um, the only thing I could stress more, at least on the purchase side, is be in tight correspondence with your loan officer and know exactly what your you know closing costs, your monthly payment, and your rate's going to be when you're putting in the offer. Because it's changing. It's not as volatile as it was, but it, it is changing. And always, always, always let your loan officer know... Uh you know, discuss that, uh, you know, putting in the notice or uh, notice with your landlord, if you're renting, you know, those conversations, just have them, or if you're trying to set up dates for moving companies and all that stuff, that's going to be involved Mm -hmm. rather than be proactive and say, okay, this is the close date. We're just setting it all in there. At least just, you know, reach out. You have that conversation with everybody, um, especially the loan officer say, you know, does this seem like we're on track? Are we on schedule? What if I set this up here? Would this work? And then you guys can discuss that, you know? Yeah. Talking through the timelines is really important. And, you know, we're all adapting. Like I'm, I've always considered myself a very involved loan officer and proactive, but I'm feeling myself, especially toward the end, being so much more involved in the communication with the listing agent, the buyer's agent and the clients. Cause pushing these through and getting them done, you know, um, and there's a lot on the line and yeah, it's just super important. It, it sounds exhausted, but communication is the key. So yeah, some great takeaways for everybody today. Um, and then just to summarize Casey, I think we went like a electronic closings are in the mix. Um, we're seeing hybrid and full closings. I think we're still another three to six weeks out from seeing those being very accustomed. So you've got the electronic closing. B Any virtual signings. The virtual I to, signings. I wanted to sneak that in there whenever. Yeah. Uh, that's going to fall under that. But yeah. Those are just getting launched. And I think that's why you're not seeing a lot of lenders. Like I, when we announced it, yeah, I wanted to hop on and be on social media and be like, oh, electronic closing. And I'm just like, well, I better learn this before I promote it. Um, it's going to take some time to. Uh, incorporate that into a normal uh, proceeding to close. So we've got, you know, electronic closings in the mix. Uh, We're also noting to everyone, especially on purchase deals, that be mindful of all the different players in in the transaction of a close and using people that are local to your market is very beneficial. Uh, for an example, like we had Tyler Ross, shout out to uh, TR, uh, insurance agent. 
in the market, getting binders updated. There's a lot of insurance stuff people don't even know about that the lender needs in order to close on time. And if you're using a 1-800 insurance company, you're making it very hard on yourself to close because any changes needed um, are typically you're reaching out to a 1-800 number and you're in the queue. We all know what it's like to call and, uh, you know, wait in line and hold. An insurance binder with plenty of lenders will slip to the end. And that is a must. You have to have that in from your insurance agent. The the insurance? Yeah, the, the insurance binder. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely like one of the first things people can get on after they drop earnest money check on an accepted offer is like, you know, figure out your insurance and work. Um, um, I always recommend, you know. Hey, if you're, if you have an agent, like honor that relationship, give them a call and see what you can do to uh, bundle in your, your insurance quotes. And then I secondly have personal people that I know that hold, uh, customer service levels to my extent, you know, T Ross being one of them, Casey, I'm sure you got peeps. We all got them, but, uh, supporting local as well as getting the attention needed to close on time. Very, very big, um, I believe that kind of hit home there on the closing. And then we, we wrapped it up with, you know, interest rates kind of being all over the place from lender to lender, depending on how they uh, have fared through the choppy waters in the last 60 days. Um, I'm, you know, very proud that we've aligned ourselves with finance of America, um, a huge company that has done an amazing job and is servicing their loans and, forked over a ton of capital to keep doing loans and not have any secondary issues and provide outstanding terms. So proud to be, we're both proud to be in alignment of a fam and yeah. Uh, anything else to add before we wrap it up? I know we all got to get back here and, uh, we want to just wanted to make sure we're it's still Friday, getting on the stream Friday and it's draft day. NFL virtual draft. We're all doing this virtual stuff nowadays. So it'll be interesting to see all this stuff. Take Today's place. Thursday. It is Thursday. <laughs> Friday. Why do I keep jumping to Friday? Wait, I so want it to be Friday. Draft day is tomorrow? No, draft day is today. It's Thursday. Friday. Oh, draft, the NFL that's draft. Why, that's why I keep jumping it to Friday. Just to be clear, it's NFL draft, right? NFL draft. Guys. Okay. Who's your team? Are you a Raiders fan? Las Vegas Raiders. Oh my God! That's just it's got the. It's uh, gonna. Let's see here. Stadium brick right there below the shoulder. It's gonna take some time for me to uh, get used to saying Las Vegas Raiders. Um, well, big shout out to my new friend Andrew Kinney down in Las Vegas. He had a had us on the live show on Monday. Great, great experience in uh, networking and hearing um, about different markets throughout the country. And no big surprise, the struggles and successes we're having here are the same in other places of the country. So uh, <laughs> thank you again, Andrew. Uh, we we really appreciate that and having us on and promoting MLO. And if you are a podcast listener, all of these live streams are available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you want to hop on there and subscribe and download actively listening or also modern loan officers, that's plural 
modernloanofficers.com. You can do a direct listen to just on a browser if you're one of those people hiding from the world or afraid you're being tracked. Um, <laughs> anyways, dude, Casey, thanks so much. I know we all got to get back to our stuff. I'm glad we jammed out a live session. And, uh, yes, sir. I appreciate it. Remember, everybody, it's Thursday, not Friday. It's Thursday, not Friday. It's draft day. All right, Case, go get them. Thanks, man. Thanks, Addy. Later. Thanks so much for catching this week's episode of MLO. Can't wait for next week when we dive deeper into months and closing. What buyers, sellers, and industry workers can do to preserve that precious closing date. If you'd like to catch any of our episodes live stream, check out our Facebook page, Modern Loan Officers, and we will be there every week shooting it straight. So looking forward to it. Thanks so much for listening and subscribing, and we'll catch you next time.